I'm still fine. I'm still here to fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you make an entrance when you haven't been on the show for like two weeks. That's right. It was a good nap. You know. And you ready for the you're ready for the uh, rematch? Oh no, we lost him. We <laughs> <laughs> Uno uh, was finally on, and uh, we lost him right now. <laughs> there you go, dude. Oh, oh, oh hold up, wait, hold wait. a bit, hold it up. Is, it is. Is Yo, it? Is it, Uno? it be? Uno? Yes, I'm still holding for uh, for uh, for hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, dude! You made it, baby. He's back. That's right. We're just telling people how we were missing you, dude. And we got you back, and then you hung up right oh. as soon as you came back. Oh. <laughs> Jeez, we be done. Well, it's good to. It's good to what? Oh, please! <laughs> really? This freaking wow! Son of a motherless goat. There, okay, let's try this again. <laughs> this makes for a great episode. Hijo de tu madre. <laughs> Sorry, that, was, that one's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Dork. Hey, man. Uh, welcome back, dude. Hey, it's good to be back, you know. Uh, uh, my portfolio has <laughs> been expanding exponentially in these uh, last couple of uh Quarters, you know, I find uh, my investments to be doing uh, rather well, rather strong. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, I feel mm-hmm. like the analysis of the market was spot on. So uh, good to be back. Perfect. That's that's amazing. Awesome. That's good to hear. Yes, it is, man. Well, listen, everybody, everyone out there, thank you for joining us for a brand new episode of the Beta Report. What, 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 what? I'm Con, one of your co-hosts. We got Jay. What up? And of course, you just heard Uno is back. So great to have him back. Hola, muchachos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jovenazo, ¿cómo estás? ¿Qué onda? ¿Todo twanis? <laughs> twanis. I don't know if they say that anymore. <laughs> that anymore. Dude, that's like, I don't know. That was like 15 I, years ago. But I like ago. it. I do too, man. I used, to say, I used to like when they would say a boyfriend or girlfriend, they would say traida. Traida, yeah. No está tu traida. That's right. It's funny, dude. Gotta bring hey, all that crap back. Hey, hey, before we get into the show, dude, I just wanted to say real quick, I watched Apostle over the weekend. Oh, you did? I did, dude. Damn, I'm still trying to get through Maniac, dude. Oh, dude, Maniac? Uh, Uno, you love Maniac, right? Yeah, Maniac was good, dude. Yeah, I know, I loved it. I, I loved how different it was. Did you watch the whole thing? Did you watch the, the, yeah. the entire series? Now, what do you think about the ending? Wasn't the ending like... Hold up! Oh, I haven't what? finished Sorry. it! I'm not telling him to say it. Dude, this is just... one... This is one... Look, this... Like, I finally met my match. Dude, this is one show where I don't want to know how it ends before... Really? Before I actually... Well, we're like... not going to say how it ends. Just, Uno, did you find the ending satisfying? You don't do uh, it. Yeah, I did. Don't do it. Okay. There you go. That's it. See? I thought it was so. That's why I really liked it because it's worth getting to the end, and it's actually a satisfying ending. So, <laughs> I'm in the part where they're in the, uh, where they're in the, uh, the um, Narnia world or whatever, and when that fool comes through, he's like, "I'm Eddie, Eddie, I'm a hawk, oh, yeah, <laughs> Eddie, I'm a hawk." Yeah, that was <laughs> dope. 
Yeah, and then him with his braids too. I was like, that's pretty dope. Oh, and he's like from the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the, the gangster. As the yeah, him as the the character with braids was was great. I know. You know what I liked the most about that show is just how um, it displayed how eclectic Jonah Hill can be as an actor. You know, yeah. Like, this is the same yeah. dude from from uh, from from uh, Super Bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know. Like put that in context, right? It's like from Super Bad to like Moneyball. And he puts all those like acting chops on display in like one TV show. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely, man. It, 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 honestly, though, from the I didn't like his character at the beginning. Dude, he I was made, I was just gonna say that right. He now. made it hard for me at the beginning, though. At the beginning, yeah. like the very first, like maybe two or first two episodes, it made me hard to sympathize with him. It's like I don't know. It was difficult because he was like he was like Eeyore to like the twentieth degree or something, yeah, dude. Like yeah, he was like, just like extremely like, like he was, just uh, yeah. like bland and like like, just, like I felt like he was making his life harder on himself as yeah. opposed to trying to make his life better. So but um that was it's the called beginning. empathy guys. It's called empathy guys. God damn it. <laughs> no dude. You guys have been you guys have you guys are too much of Stone Cold Steve Austin fans. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> no but then it changed though after you know you kind of know a little then you bit were of the empathetic? Story. The what? Then you were empathetic? Yes. <laughs> Good. But uh, yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show, guys. Honestly, go check it out. I think it was Uno's pick uh, this last weekend, and uh, I highly agree. With it. So go watch it. Although I had already reviewed it and said it was awesome to go watch it. <laughs> uh, I stand by that. Yes, definitely. Um, so, but I watched Apostle, dude. Dude, I read an article about Gareth Evans. Gareth mm. Evans is the director of The Raid and The Raid Two, and he's been. He's been courted by big studios to make a big movie, and he's denied it. Like he doesn't want to do a big movie because he feels like he won't have the freedom to do his movie. Right. That's what he said. It's like he feels like it'd be virtually impossible to do his own vision on a movie because he's gonna have these big wigs from a studio telling him what to do. And he's mm-hmm. like, and and he said, well, in the article, the 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 person who wrote it was saying that these big studios have been wanting to get him for a movie like a Marvel movie or, or whatever yeah. and it's just he just doesn't do it I can't see it working dude I don't know man and I'm, I'm... So, I'll tell you right now Apostle is creepy weird thrilling um, and uh, just just so good dude it's, it's 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 really good it's a good it's a good film dude you, but it is weird. It does touch on the supernatural, it, but it's also kind of creepy and scary, dude. It's like it, this. There's one character, dude. He looks like a, a straight out from the video game Resident Evil. Like he's like like somebody got that and put it out there. He looks almost like that, dude. Like a like one of the monsters. Yes. Yeah. Oh dang! Yeah. Like it's just crazy, dude. That's like, crazy. Really crazy, dude. Yeah, it's they don't explain to you. Where this person came from, what he is, whatever, yeah. and uh, this other, there's another uh, character in the film as well that uh, sort of brings in the supernatural stuff. It's 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 just out of left field, dude. Like totally uh, unexplained, but you sort of like just go with it. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't want, it doesn't make you ask that question. You're more concerned with the now, like what's going at the moment. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Dan Stevens. Uh-huh. Awesome, dude. He's, he's he's really good in this film too, and uh, um, the three main like sort of villains, dude. It's crazy, dude. And there's one that stands over all of them. It's just the film itself, the story itself is, is it carries, and it may be, 
it may be slow but never boring. Oh, okay. Well, you know what I mean? Uh, it's it's never boring. It's it is a little slow. Yeah. But it's not. It, it doesn't mean that that the the story itself is going like very boring. It 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 goes at its own pace. But the story itself, as you're going through it, um, benefited from the fact that it's in 1905. You know, mm. where you know there's no way that this guy could call anybody or anybody. You know, it's just weird. It's just like the the moment that you're in. So yeah. you're in that moment. You know, and um. That whole drill in the head piece, dude. I mean, that 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 moment. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you, you're just the movie is gory, dude. It's well, that's. Crazy. I mean, that's. I think that's a. That's one of uh, Gareth Evans' calling cards. I think it's just like how gory and graphic he is with his action, and and it seemed like this was kind of like prime. This is beyond that. Yeah. Like like prime uh, territory for him to just like go at it and just yeah. go crazy with all the gore and. Splatter it's and blood and all that crap. Well, no, I think you'll like it. When you get a chance, go check it out. That was my pick of the week last week. So dude, good. Nah, dude. Yeah, it was Hell pretty good. Nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I think that's what's crazy. It's like when you see everything, uh, you know, like in retrospect, how vulnerable you feel as a viewer when like you're you're not in in like current times or whatever. When when like you don't have a cell phone attached to your hip and you're not able to like you know do so much with you know, like your phone or whatever, when you're put into certain situations like this, like, you know, this takes place in 1905, like you said, like, there really is no way for him to call for help or he's stuck in in that space. He can't yeah. get out of it. Like, he yeah. can't call an Uber and be like, hey, bro, like, pick me up or anything like that. It's like, no, dude, like, you're stuck yeah. there. It's just, yeah, it, it, that time thing makes it feel that, like, you're sort of trapped, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Even more so than now, you know, so... Yeah, it's a trip, dude. It's it's definitely worth uh, checking it out. It is a little different than what you would see in, uh, you know, in any other movie, I guess. But yeah. Gareth Evans, dude, I'm telling you, that guy, somebody's got to give him another film. And, and, and But it's I guess it's his choice not to take, like, a big film. But uh, speaking of film, let's see what's the top movies over this past weekend. Let's, stop, let's start off with the top five with... Five. Number five. Smallfoot, yeah. Did Didn't you watch it? it? Oh, you see, dude. It's so funny because it was. Uh, we were all excited to see it, and I don't know what Hazel saw, and then she was like, "I don't like it." So we're like, "So you don't want to go watch it?" She's like, Mm-mm, "No thanks." Like, we had a friend. Right, we had a friend that uh, saw it, and he was like, "It was sort of like he felt like it was like anti-religion kind of thing." Oh, really? Yeah, like I had a theme behind it, like. You know, had an agenda, like an agenda. He felt it was that way. It was kind of like, oh, question what they teach you as a kid, whatever. I mean, I guess if it's Santa Claus, then yeah, question it. Just kidding. I mean, but that was like the basis of it. Just question what you were taught as a kid. Something like that. That's what he was saying. I hadn't seen it, but he was saying like he felt that it was like, you know, that he felt that it was like anti-Christian. Pretty much. I mean, straightforward. That's what he felt like. Hmm. So I don't know. So, but it's number five. So. If that's worth anything, because it got LeBron James. Oh, that's right, he's in that movie. Yeah. That's right. Let's go with uh, the next one. Four at number four, it is uh, Goosebumps Two: Haunted Halloween. <laughs> Can I just say something about Goosebumps Two really quick? What's up? Uh, did they just kind of come out of nowhere? There was like yeah, hardly only for hugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's full. Um, it was um, like marketing was non-existent for this. Movie. Yeah, dude, and it's weird because it's a Jack Black. I, movie. Yeah, because at first I was thinking like, well, maybe Jack Black isn't in it, so they're not doing a big, they're not making a big deal no, about no. it. But then I saw him in it, and I was like, 
why didn't they do more? Yeah. Especially because they yeah. have like the the other one that he just did the clock in the, in the, the walls. The clock in the walls, yeah. And it's sort of like the same kind of genre, you know, like fantasy. Yeah. You know, uh, not horror, but you know what I mean, like kind of like a scary type movie, creepy movie for kids. I for guess. like family, yeah. Well, no, you were uh, in one of these episodes. We were talking about Jack Black. Do you think he is a star that brings in viewers, like big star? No, he's not. He's not. Well, I, I mean, I, I think I think when I think of him being successful, I think of like um, Nacho Libre. But I think that was more kind of like a cult movie, more so than like a blockbuster. Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think it was. It blew up at the movie theater. In fact, it's it's more of a cult cult movie status as opposed to like a like you said a big blockbuster. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he brings it though. I mean, uh, you know, Jumanji. He was amazing in that. He was actually really good. He was probably yeah, but- the person who stole the movie. But but I agree with your point. I don't think he's the one that brings. He doesn't. He's not the one that puts. Butts and seats. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't think he's consistent enough, though. Yeah. That's the other thing. I think so, too. I don't know, though, because we, like, what we were talking about last, the last time we brought this up was that he's kind of fit into this now, like, friendly, family-friendly, like, goofy type of niche. Um, and I think that he succeeds in these type of roles. So I think, like, I think in terms of family, now that uh, with, like, Goosebumps and, and with Jumanji, like, if... You know, me, for example, being a parent of a young child, if I were to see Jack Black, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, he's funny. Like, I wouldn't mind going with my child to watch this movie, like, you know, if she wants to see it. So I think he kind of has that draw now where he has, like, the he has like the family trust or whatever, like, the parents' mm-hmm. trust. So I feel like we'll be more inclined to watch whatever kind of, like, movie he's in now um, because we know, like, he does good in those type of yeah. roles so if anything like maybe it's not a blockbuster draw but like it, he definitely has like the family draw now and if you want to see Goosebumps movie watch the first one with Jack Black actually that one's not it's pretty good actually it's fun you know what I mean For what yeah well I mean yeah. maybe the second one's okay too well it's, it's debuted at number four so but it, against it, it, what it goes to what uh, it, what even Uno was saying too he doesn't he's not a blockbuster type of guy you know yeah, but El Venenado you know, still up in that piece. You know what? You know what? Let's go with three. Number three. Number three. First Man. Number Ooh. three. Oh, that came out. I know, right? <laughs> I That's know. another one, dude. That's, That's another one that kind of like flew under the radar a little That's, bit. Uh, it's Well, sort of. There was a, it, it was like in the news like maybe two weeks ago because, or maybe even more than that, maybe like three or four weeks ago because people were upset that uh, this is the... Uh, Neil Armstrong movie, Ryan Gosling as Neil Armstrong, and it's uh, directed by Damien Chazelle. No, Which is another, yeah. Damien Chazelle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is another fact that I think was weird that they didn't really highlight that. that I feel like... What? The fact that he directed it. Like, in a lot of things, like in, in trailers or whatever, I feel like his name didn't come up enough. Like, to the point where I actually had to Google it and look for it and be like, is he actually directing this? Um yeah. Uh, because well, I feel like they didn't really use that as a draw to the movie. Some of the controversy, I guess, if you want to call it, uh, I don't think it was a big deal, but some people were upset because they didn't film the scene in the or the in the movie. The scene of him putting the flag, the American flag, on the moon was not in the movie or something like that. So people were like, "Oh, I'm upset with it." Well, because it didn't happen. It happened. Oh in my the, god! 
<laughs> it happened in a studio, dude, with Stanley Kubrick. That's true. Dude. That's true. true. Directed. So it's true. The moon landing didn't happen, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you Facts. And two. Number two is a star is born. That's it. Let's go Nobody to number, go see. Let's go to number, number one. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, I, I, this I, is I, this. Well, I feel like this falls in in the category of um, you know this is this is us. Is that what it's called? That TV show? Yeah, the TV show. Where it's like people know they're gonna go in, like they're gonna cry and they're gonna ugly cry, but they just want to like well, they want to put themselves through funny. that torture. The movie itself is not doing bad. It had a, a budget of what thirty six million. That can't be right. I mean that's what it says here, thirty six million, and it's made already ninety four million, so it's made its money. So um, some people want to go see it. So I'd watch that movie for Dave Chappelle. That fool's name is Noodles in this movie. That is the yeah, that's it, dude. And that's it. Hey, I'm afraid. You know uh, <laughs> you. Why does he talk like that now, dude? Smoking, right. huh? Because smoking, dude. Yeah, smoking, yeah. smoking dude. I know. Because he's buff, and and he's buff for sure. All right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and at. One. Still holding for hugs. <laughs> Number one is still holding for hugs. <laughs> the new romantic comedy. Romantic comedy. <laughs> well, he's waiting for his girl on the other line. A day in the life of Uno. Poe. Oh. <laughs> Poe. That's right. Uh, no. Number one is Venom, dude. For the second week in a row. We are Venom. Yes. Uno, did you did you go watch it? Nah, dude, stupid movie pass, man. <laughs> Is this still a movie pass? Uh, waiting for a movie you know, pass. Um, uh, you I can feel go- the same way about uh, movie passes I do about Bill Hader. You guys want me to tell you? What's that? <laughs> tell me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, that guy, man. Movie Pass is uh, you can only go watch it on a Tuesday when you're wearing blue pants and a yeah. white shirt, and you can only watch the uh, first 15 minutes, and then they have to pause it, and you have to go outside, buy popcorn, back inside, yeah. read a book, and then you can watch the rest or something like that. Some crazy weird yeah, restrictions, dude. but yeah, dude, you got to get that apostle drill in the head first yeah. before you go and watch this exactly. movie. Uh yeah, Venom dude, watch it dude. I think you would like it. It's uh, um, it's not as bad as critics are saying. So I would recommend you go ahead and watch it. But anyways, cool. there it is, dude. The top five for uh this week. And uh, do I still that, stand? I still stand by what, if they would have switched what, what, what? Jenny Slate and uh, Michelle Williams, it would have been a much better movie. Dude. I thought so too, dude. The, it would have just been interaction. Great. Was that your comment on Instagram or was that? One of our listeners who who agreed with us, I saw a comment on. Uh, no, there was he 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 disagreed with us. Oh, really? But then I was trying to tell him that it would have made more sense for Michelle Williams to play the more serious doctor role, and have Jenny Slate just like go back and forth with, like that's like that's such a, missed a like missed opportunity to have her Jenny Slate use her comedic chops to go back and forth with like the symbiote, not symbiote, symbiote. <laughs> Symbiote. The symbiote. Symbiote. Oh, they've achieved symbiotis. Symbiote. My lord. Symbiote. symbiote. That's what it sounds like. Um, Y'all got to say symbiote. <laughs> go watch it, dude. That's the bottom line. Just go watch it. You have fun. 
That's Especially on $5 Tuesdays. Yeah, dude. Is. If you want me to buy a ticket for you, I can. There it is. People, I'm throwing that out there to the world. If you guys need me to buy tickets for you, hit me up. I could get you in for five bucks on Tuesday. But let's talk about a movie that will be number one for sure for at least, what, three, four weeks? That's our prediction right now. Holding for hooks? Yes. Holding for, holding for hooks, part two. Still <laughs> holding. Uh, no, dude. It's glass. <gasps> Let me just play one little part. I need your abilities to get us all out of here. And show the world. There it is, dude. Just that little part. I can't hear it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Is it, it playing? No, it's over already. It was just a little clip where uh, uh, Mr. Glass tells the Beast, uh, I need your abilities to get us all out of here. Woo! Dude, this movie's going to be amazing. Dude, that's pretty much, that seems like pretty much the uh, whole, his whole plan at this point. But um, did you watch the trailer, uh, Uno? Oh, hell yeah, my friend. Right? I did, and it looks good. Dude, it looks so good, man. It just it looks really, really good. And it, the fact that um, Samuel L. Jackson, who plays Mr. Glass, has this sort of master plan, like a villain would from a comic book. I love it, dude. I love it. And I like I like what he says. Sounds like the villains uh, getting together. So like they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Teaming up. That's what he says. Sounds like the villains are teaming up or something like that. And I guess his whole plan through the trailer is he wants to show people that there are superheroes and supervillains. Yeah. So, man, dude, it looks so good, dude. It looks so... What was your prediction, dude? You predicted something. Yeah, dude, and I'm standing by it, dude, that this movie franchise, this comic book superhero franchise is going to be better than both the DCEU and Marvel Universe, dude. And I stand by that because I feel like they've... Uh, exceeded all expectations and they've uh, um, almost like they almost like reinvented the genre and are now like just kind of reaping the benefits of it and like people are just like now coming to terms with oh yeah this was a great comic book franchise or is a good comic book franchise that's coming together Um, and I just love it dude I think it's going to do great define great define better though like commercially better no just like in terms of content like more oscar worthy like yeah i'd like more oscar worthy more um Thank i feel like this might fall more into like dark knight uh christopher nolan territory than like dcu or like mcu stuff um and i just feel like even though you know it hasn't it hasn't spanned as as uh, as wide as like these other movies where they have like 20 plus movies all together or whatever i feel like just the concentrated bits that we have between unbreakable um split and now glass like i feel like that is just like it's almost like a, a perfect franchise dude like one two and three or at least so far one and two have been great like they uh, i think because it's not like a direct sequel and it just kind of like Drop that on us. Yeah, I that it makes it like okay, it being a sequel, it stands alone perfectly, but it being part of this universe just makes it like that much better, and like just allows this like world building to just continue to like just amaze us and be freaking amazing. I, I, I seriously like I, I, I can't really put this into words how excited I am about this movie, dude. I, I definitely think that it's gonna be one of the top 
comic book movies that's not really based on an actual comic book property. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it more impressive. He's got nothing to base it on. Right, it's like it's a completely original story. idea, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what makes it special. I mean, Unbreakable is such an underrated film. People um, you know, give it a bad rep just because of the title cards at the end, which are is probably the weakest point of the movie. But the rest of the movie is great. And missing out on the fact that this is an, a true comic book origin movie without any uh, um, property to rely on. You know what I mean? Dude, that's I'm, what I think makes it great. It's just a an original comic book, you know, genre type movie. And I think that's that's just amazing how great it is. Dude, but, uh, Unbreakable is like a master class in uh, character development and storytelling, dude, because it it does a great job of setting up this like reluctant hero uh and you just see the progression of like him first like you know not accepting the fact that he has powers and then like testing the limits of his powers and then like in towards the end fully uh embracing the powers that he has and you know like in, in all in between you have all these other little subplots of like him and his wife uh him and his son and like all these little things like it's just it's amazing dude and like split was able to do the the exact same thing too is just kind of focus on this one character and seeing the progression of like you know how he becomes this like the beast or whatever this villain that is um gonna gonna challenge david dunn the sentry as jeff likes to call him (laughs) sentry i saw something that actually his name is gonna be the overseer oh yeah that's lame you know what dude I don't appreciate that. I mean, they would have come up with it. They should have. They should have just stuck with like the guardian, right? Wasn't that like I? I feel like I heard that somewhere, or saw that somewhere. You're the same like me. The yeah, same dude. <laughs> uh, the one part I liked about the trailer a lot was when he looked at his raincoat, like mm-hmm. his uh, like his costume, dude. His costume, dude. He looked yep. at it like his cape kind of thing, dude. That was dope. That was so cool. Dude, he grabs, he looks at it like, okay, I need to become the sentry. The sentry. <laughs> The Guardian. The Guardian Sentry. <laughs> yeah. Who oversees. Who oversees. Uh, yeah. Uno. What, what if his name is uh, the Hux Guardian? <laughs> the Hux Sentry. Right, Uno? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so yeah, I think it's gonna be great, dude. I can't, I can't wait. But from one great, uh, what if his name is La Seguridad? Dude, that's what I'm saying. See, Dang. hey, that'd be legit. Security, La Seguridad. What if it's Security? Security. El anciano. El anciano. Securitas. <laughs> Have you seen those cars? Yeah. Securitas. Um. What was I gonna say? Uh, Dude, I will say that the only thing that is, um, I feel like the the other two movies kind of benefited from uh, not being not being overly hyped. Um, I think like M Night Shyamalan kind of carries his own hype, but they weren't like I feel like they're not they weren't as anticipated as this one is now. Like I feel like this one is kind of being carried by a like a new wave of hype of people who are now coming to realize how great the other two movies are. So I feel like that might hurt it because people might go in with it already with certain expectations of That's like, true. oh, this is like my, like me going in there. I'm going in with high expectations. Like, dude, this is going to be 
far greater than any of the other comic book movies that are out there right now. Um, I mean, and then, I don't know. We're having Avengers 4 next year, so. Yeah, I know, dude. But still, I don't know. I know. <laughs> I just really. What I think. If, what if Sam Jackson, what if Sam Jackson purposely destroys it, dude? What if he goes in there with like the crappiest performance of his career just because he's a Trojan horse sent by Marvel, dude? Yeah, maybe. Dude, freaking. What if, right like, now that you just said that. In the moon? What if we never landed in the moon? <laughs> what if the moon landing was done in a studio so that the Russians would try to compete with us and economically their wealth? Economically their wealth? <laughs> Okay. Well done. Well done, Uno. Well done. Well done. Um, what if it, there is no twist at the end? See, but and, but then that would be the twist. That there is no twist. Bam. I feel like he's a, he's in like in a win-win situation, dude. Like if he decides not to do a twist, then they're just gonna be like, oh yeah, dude, like that because we were all expecting it and he didn't do it. That's the twist. There, you, there it is. The twist is is that it's real life. What if what if Mel Gibson's in this movie though? Oh, dang! Like kind of like a Wolverine-ish type character. What if Joaquin Phoenix is in this movie and it's actually part of the DC universe, and he's um, the Joker in it? And this whole time, this has been an elaborate plot to tie the DC universe Mm-mm. with Marvel because it turns out. That glass isn't glass. He's Nick Fury, and this whole time he's been undercover trying to find a way to get <laughs> to the Joker because the Joker is a greater threat to the universe because he breaks the fourth wall, and by breaking the fourth wall, he compromises reality, and that could doom us all. Dang. And then wow, you find that's... out at the end that the Joker is just waiting for Hux. There it is. Completed. Dude, Uno, that was And then brilliant. that brings in the Star Wars universe. And we have Star Wars and DC and Marvel all together <laughs> yeah. to fight against Thanos, the end. There it is. I like that. I like that. You know what? Send the script in. Beta report effect. That's, that's Send it, what it to is, all the dude. studios. <laughs> We're done. Every studio. There it is. And from one... Time to get hard. <laughs> yeah. Why the Lupe Rodriguez? <laughs> And uh, it's just like, yeah, he's like the the unexpected hero, dude. So, like, really, the real unbreakable person would be that. What's his name again? Guadalupe Rodriguez. Yeah, dude, dude that guy. Because um, he can't and break. From one well-developed so character hard. that we created, Guadalupe Rodriguez, to another not so greatly developed character, uh, Danny Rand, Iron Fist. Hey, Uno. Iron Fist, yeah. Iron Fist got canceled. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I didn't, I didn't even finish season one, man. I was like, because because um, season two was allegedly going to be better and had a better buzz. Like a couple nights ago, I was like, oh, let me just finish season one. And I swear, I got like 15 minutes in and fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty, it sounds about I right. Think- Jones is a little bit like Charlie Hunman, like, um, and like the word, uh, what word am I trying to think of? Rufus or whatever, like from Bean Girls or Rufus? Like, stop trying to make Rufus happen or what was that? Oh, uh, um, anyway, 
Fetch. Right? Oh, yeah. F- Stop trying to make Fetch happen. It's just not going to happen. I feel fetch. like that's what Fletch. Finn Jones. It's like it a cinematic. Yeah, Fetch. Well, that's the Fetch. I mean, Finn Jones is a cinematic version of that, dude. It's like. Like, stop trying to make Stop it happen. Finn Jones happen. So, it's not going to happen. Okay, but here's my one thing, same though. Thing, same thing with Charlie Hunman, by the way. Well, here's my one thing, dude. dude um, Danny Rand came out in one episode of, of Luke Cage, and he was actually good in that. I think in the hands of a of a, of a a good showrunner like Cheryl Coker, who's in charge of Luke Cage, you could actually make Danny Rand likable and actually somebody that's fun to watch because him and his interaction with... Um, with uh, Luke Cage was actually fun. It's actually one of the best episodes of season two was when Danny Rand was in it. But Danny Rand in season one, horrible, terrible. Season two, a lot better. Still some problems with it, but a lot better. But what if, uh, what if uh, Iron Fist, Danny Rand is just like, it's just like the, <clears throat> like the movie version of like the Hulk. You know what I mean? Where like, it's just hard to put him in his own thing. I, and I, maybe... He's better served if he's just like a secondary character that pops in and out of other people's seasons. You know what I mean? And just kind of like does his thing here and there, but doesn't have to carry an entire show. Um, although I also so, heard too, on. though. But so they said that he will be popping up in other Marvel shows. So I'm oh, assuming okay. it would be um, Luke Cage and Daredevil will probably be the other shows, but he won't have his own show. Which, you know what? Maybe it's. I better. was about to say. I was about to say they might just be merging uh, Luke Cage and, um, and Iron and um, Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Iron Fist. And I think they should. Maybe they they stop making Luke Cage and they start making Heroes for Hire. Heroes for Hire, dude. Dude, that would be dope. I mean, look, if you don't believe me, go and check out. I think it's like episode eight or nine from Luke uh, Luke Cage season two, and just watch that episode. You just watch it, and you'll see how good it is when they're both. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, say say for example, you stop making Luke Cage and you stop making Iron Fist. Those are two slots for TV shows to be made. You make Heroes for Hire, and then you make <laughs> then you make the Daughters of the Dragon or whatever. And then like you know, it's like you're merging those two universes together, but getting two shows out of them. Those two, right? So and those you get one two, good show. exactly. Right? Okay, got it. <laughs> um, or what I was thinking too, though, is that maybe they're just quote-unquote canceling Iron Fist on Netflix because they're just going to have it be on the Disney streaming service when it comes out. Or maybe they'll make Heroes for Hire on the Disney streaming service. Right. This is like, maybe there's just like, you know... They're canceling the show, but they're not canceling the character. In other words, he'll still pop up in some of these other shows. Mm -hmm. Which, I'm I'm all for that. That's fine. I was going to say, though, dude, I feel like, just to bring this all full circle... um, if they were to think of someone else, like if if they really want to give him a shot, just think of Gareth Evans doing a freaking uh, martial arts show like Iron Fist. Dude, I feel like that's like the perfect marriage, dude. Like they should grab that dude and have him do the next season of Iron Fist. Like that that's like a no brainer to me. Even if they they put uh, what's his name, Eco US or whatever, uh, like the main character from the raid. Um, I remember his name, but yeah. Like have him be in it, dude. Have him be like, like bring up some other freaking martial arts, uh, um, uh, villain in like the Iron Fist yeah. Rogue Gallery or whatever. Just have him take over, dude. That would be perfect. It would. It would. Hey, you know what? They haven't canceled Daredevil, dude, oh and season God. three starts this Friday. Oh but we're gonna talk in the next episode. So come back for next episode. That's it for this one. So come back on Thursday to find out 
what we think of Daredevil season three. Oh, I right, people, peace.